You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. Afternoon Drive with Mongani Bingwa. Live. Online. The 702 app. DSTV. And 92.7 and 106 FM. It is nine minutes after four o'clock. So the moment has come. It is World AIDS Day, as you know, and as I was saying a little earlier, there's still a very big discussion to be had around how we continue to live with the stigma around HIV. We talk about it as though it's yet another chronic condition. We say we should view it like it is diabetes or cancer, but is is it that simple and is that even true? We sometimes, as I was saying a little earlier, we can inadvertently harm the very causes we seek to promote because we've got this political correctness around our language. And that, in a way, makes people hide because we're not having honest sessions. As we were preparing for this segment, we wanted to talk to prominent South Africans who are living with the virus, who've openly declared themselves to be so. And list of about four names, we couldn't get past four or five names of people who've openly disclosed their positive status. And I think it's important to underscore that point. We keep talking about people who've disclosed their status. People don't really mind when the status is negative, but very few people come to mind when we think about their positive status. So we can tweet all we want, hashtag no shame, hashtag know your status. But for most people, what that really means is that they know they are negative. If there's any suspicion they might be positive, people tend to not want to disclose. Now, I don't have a voyeuristic interest in knowing people's statuses, right? But I do think it's important that in dealing with stigma, in combating perceptions, negative perceptions that persist after all this time, we need more and more people who are prominent in various fields, in various sectors, be it business people, be it academics, be it entrepreneurs, be it lawyers, be it celebrities, be it talk show hosts, if the case may be to stand boldly and say, even I too. In the same way we've seen with things like hashtag me too, I think we need to have a similar attitude around HIV. And so I've said this earlier, and I'm going to repeat it again, for as long as I'm on the radio, and Aki, I hope uh, it's for as many years as you've been. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. That would be a <laughs> For as long as I'm on radio, I'm certainly going to do it. And uh, my team this afternoon have elected to get tested live on air. No one on the team, I want to repeat this, no one on the team was coerced into doing this. But we want to know our status, whether it's negative or indeed positive. And we also want to encourage everyone listening in to know theirs. So here's the, here's the uncomfortable conversation. Even though I know in my head right? I've done nothing I can think of to expose myself to infection. I will be honest, I am a little nervous. What if, right? Which brings me to the point, if HIV is just another chronic, chronic condition, why is it that there are so few prominent South Africans who have openly declared their status? We, want, we wanted to talk, of course, to Constitutional Court Judge uh, Justice Edwin Cameron about his life with the virus and get a perspective of how much, uh, if anything, has changed. But I do know he's a busy person, so we will not be speaking to him this afternoon. But beyond him and a handful of others, I can't really think of anyone who's made a disclosure, certainly not in recent years. A number of the people we talk about, we've known about for many, many years, even a decade. So do you know anyone living with the virus and how afraid are you to get tested? You know when you have to fill in those insurance forms and HIV, an HIV test is a part of it, do you approach it with some trepidation? 
And really after the millions that have been spent on awareness campaigns, do you find that you've had moments in your life where you've put yourself at risk? How worried are you about that? Why are you worried? What are you worried about? What are you afraid of? And what do the words HIV positive mean to you? 011-883-0702. Let's get the conversation going. I'm about to be tested on air. And uh, Molly from Discovery Health is in the studio. And Molly, good afternoon to you. And thank you so much for making this happen and for coming to join us on this World AIDS Day. Good afternoon to you. Afternoon, Bongani. Thank you so much for inviting me. So one of the things that's going to happen is you're going to do my pre-test counseling. Correct. Explain what is the pre-test counseling? All right, so the pre-test counseling is basically to prepare the individual, um, you know, to start the HIV test. So we want to have a bit of an understanding of um, do they know what HIV is? Um, do, you know, do they know what it does to the, a person's immune system? Um, have they put themselves at risk so that they start being a little bit open-minded? You know, um, you know people tend to, um, do op- um, to do HIV tests just, just for just and not think about what if they actually put themselves at risk? Do they know what the risks are? So with um, the pre-counseling, we bring about all of that information so that when we are ready to test, they are 100, 100% ready to either um, receive your negative results or to be ready for positive results. Um, but we are mainly just preparing the individual um, uh, for the um, results upcoming. Yeah. Now, there are HIV self-tests as well. Correct. Now, how do those work? So they, they definitely work the same way that I'm going to um, do your test. There's their rapid tests. They take a minute or two um, to see the results. And um, yeah, it's, it's 100% the same. What's the accuracy of the rapid test? So the accuracy is... 99% accurate. Um, I think the one thing that we need to remember about the accuracy is the window period. So right. um, the window period is, um, you know, if a person uh, puts themselves at risk, let's say last week, and they do um, an HIV test immediately, the results are going to be negative, right? So it takes plus minus three months um, for the virus to be detectable by a rapid test, right? So we want people to... Um, uh, do an HIV test, but knowing that there is a window period in case they've put themselves at risk. So what does the virus actually do? All right. So HIV, just to break it down, it is a human immunodeficiency virus. It attacks and weakens your immune system. So it affects what we call your CD4 cells, um, which protect your body from uh, infections or boost your immune system. And it uh, increases your viral load. So um, it causes an increase in the virus uh, in the body. So... Um, once uh, once that happens to your body, we encourage people to um, immediately start their antiretroviral treatment. So what we want to do is is we want to try and reduce the viral load, which is attacking your body, um, and increase the CD4 cell count so that you live a longer, healthier life. So what if the test today that you're about to do on me comes out positive? It's a tough one. It's very tough. And from my experience, um most of the time, people don't receive it very well. It takes them, um, you know, quite some time to digest the information. Um, but it's very important for them to um, understand that it's not the end of the world. I know we say it all the time. Nobody wants to wake up to find out that they're HIV positive. But the same way we approach diabetes, the same way we approach, you know, high blood pressure, um, you need to understand that you need to start taking medication. You need to live a healthier um, lifestyle. You need to protect yourself and the people around you. 
And with Discovery, um, we actually have, um, uh, you know, HIV, um, HIV care programs that help to us uh, to support those individuals. And of course, if it does come out positive, you'll do what they call a confirmation test? Correct. I will do a second test just to confirm the first, the first one. All right, let's do it. Right, in a moment or so, I'm going to be pricked. 011-883-0702. Maybe you can also call in and share your stories around getting tested. What are you afraid of? Um, are you needing to be tested, but you haven't uh, got it done? You've been putting it off because maybe you are afraid. Um, are you concerned about stigma? Uh, we'll be taking uh, your calls on that. 11 883 702. 702. WhatsApp Bongani on 072-702-1702. All right, it is 20 minutes after 4 o'clock. My moment of truth is about to happen. I'm about to get the prick. But because before we do any of that, of course, I will get my pre-test counseling. This is when they get questions uh, answered around my sexual behavior and my potential exposure to the virus. But of course, Aki Anastasio, uh, you've got some figures in front of you in terms of just the prevalence of uh, uh, the HIV virus and the infection rates. Well, the World Health Organization reckons that since the beginning of the epidemic, 70 million people have been infected with the HIV virus and about 35 million people have died of it globally. And uh, the other organization that does the research, the Foundation for AIDS Research, Research reckons that in 2016 there were 36 million people living with HIV. They also reckon that uh, the current stats say that 4,900 people will become infected with HIV each day. That's about 205 an hour. The wo- around the world. Around the world. Yeah. Around the world. Okay. So there's no reason then for us to hide uh, around HIV. We need to make sure that the information is out there. And Molly from Discovery is here in the studio and she's about to do the rapid test. And uh, before she does that, of course, Molly, I do believe you have one or two questions you want to ask me. Correct. Right. Um, Just speak into the mic. Perfect. So the HIV test that I am using is called an IK. It's an HIV antibody test. It will take um, a minute or two for us to see the result. Okay. I quickly need to show you that it expires in 2019. So however the results do come out, you know, our product is still okay. intact. All right. Right. And Perfect. it's sealed. It's and sealed. Yeah. 100%. Okay. Right. So you're about but, to tear the seal. You've correct. done so. You're taking it out now. And it's all in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when was your last HIV test, Bongani? In 2016. Oh, okay. It's been a while. So I haven't had one this year, yes. Okay. All right. And um, between 2016 and now, or between the last time you did an HIV test and currently, you have not been in any situation where you felt like you could have put yourself at risk? No. All right. So risks, I'm talking about changing sexual partners. In contact with blood, you had a cut, you were helping somebody that was bleeding, you were in an accident, anything like that? No. Sharing of needles? No. Okay, perfect. Are you left-handed or right-handed? I am right-handed. Okay, I'm about to prick you now. Okay, she's taking my this left hand. Part, eh? uh, my, my, what finger is that? That's, that's the root middle, finger, yeah. my middle finger. Correct. That's the root finger. That's okay, the one that's you the greet one. me with every day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, I'm being pricked right now. Another one is, do you know your partner's thesis? Um, I, it's mm. a recent relationship, so I don't. Okay. I'm oh, I'm and the prick I hate that in. thing. I would advise that you. Yes. Okay. Yes. No, <laughs> I, I get that. It's a recent thing. So right. okay, baby okay. steps. Bay. Ow. Okay. So I hate needles and I'm, I'm so making sorry. all kinds of apologize. faces uh, as I look Thank away. You oh, so you've much. done it. Yes. Oh, all right. So. 
Uh, we've got a minute or two to find out. Now, how will I right. know what is what? What am okay. I looking so for in terms now, of... What I'm doing now is I added your blood on the test, right? Yeah. I added a diluent. So it's going to mix with your blood. It's going to run and cover that middle white area over there. Okay. Right. Once it's fully covered, you're either going to see one red line. Yeah. Okay. That means a negative. Right. Or you're going to see two red lines. And that means, that means positive. positive. All right. So okay. it's all happening. Perfect. We're waiting for the red lines to... Or the red line... <laughs> It's just one red line. Uh, And what are your thoughts as we wait for that results to come through? I'm looking away from it now because, you know, uh, my heart is beating very, very fast. 011-883-0702. What are your fears around getting tested and indeed around disclosure? Bongani Bingwa on 702. Call Bongani on 011-883-0702. I must say I'm tremendously relieved because the answer, Molly, is how many lines do you have there? One red line and that means a negative. Ah, one red line. and So that means I am negative. It is a relief. As I said to you, it's one of those things, you know, you have not done anything to necessarily expose yourself in any way, but you're always just a little bit nervous and you, i can tell you what i'm heck of a relieved you know bongs uh, uh, a few months ago i stopped to help at, a, at an accident scene and i already had a finger a finger cut and I, I made contact with someone i mean the blood didn't necessarily go on my cut but i did make contact with somebody on the accident scene who i was trying to help who was bleeding and that was one of the questions that they asked me earlier Absolutely. You know, a small thing like that you can contract hiv all right, so we do need to take our status seriously. I do know not the only one is going to be tested on the afternoon drive this afternoon. The other members of the team have all volunteered themselves to find out what their status is. And that's something that we need to make sure we're always aware of. And I do want to know your stories around testing in terms of fear, in terms of stigma. And maybe you are living with the virus. What has your experience been? Have attitudes changed over time? Or do you find the same ignorant questions, the same ignorant statements continue to be made? I know what my status is now. I found it out live with you. And uh, I can say I am a relieved man. Bongani Bingwa. Taking your calls on 011-883-0702. Cause it is World AIDS Day. If you've just joined us, I've just done a live test. I found out my results at the same time you did. For me, it's turned out to be negative. What has your experience been? And I also want to have a conversation. I'll be asking Molly in a moment about how much the pre-counseling questioning can be a barrier for people to get tested. But let's quickly talk to Mpumi in Germiston. Mpumi, good afternoon. Short and sharp, please. Um, afternoon, Bongani. Hi, Mpumi. Um, I'm just calling um, with regards to the stigmatization that you are asking about. Yes, yes, indeed. The reason why we are HIV still stigmatized is because sexuality is still such an odd conversation. Um, the LGBT, LGBTQI community is still not liberated in an African context. And then even just being um, talking about this is monogamy natural. There's still not a conversation that takes place. And I'll just be quite short and sharp, but um, I'll make an example. My mom unpacked my bag for me the other day and bumped into my vibrator. And she was so awkward, and she sent me a text, and she was just like, oh, my God, about it. And I said, I'm a 27-year-old woman, you know. Even that conversation is a bit awkward. Yeah. I think in an African context, until we liberate ourselves sexually, um, and because of the link between sex and HIV, HIV will never become like a diabetes. Absolutely. Example. I've just had to answer questions about my sexual history live on air, but me now you all yeah. know. So, you know, that's how it goes. I don't know why. Like, totally. Like, 
Totally. Pumi and Germiston says we sexualize the illness. That's where the sticks from. Simon in Randburg. Good afternoon. Short and sharp, please. Hi, Bongani. How's it? Um, so, anyways, I was listening to your test. I'm, I'm HIV positive. I yeah. found out about I found out about seven years ago. I went for a, um, I got it through sharing needles. Um, I found out at a, a, at a, the the rotunda the bus station they had a little tent there they were testing and it's 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 freaky it's scary and um, they asked us questions like will you kill yourself if you find out what will you do and I couldn't tell them because I knew they wouldn't test me if I yeah. told them that uh, but my plan was I, I would kill myself you know what I mean if I found out yeah. Um, which I obviously didn't. <laughs> what made yeah, you? What it, made you pull through, Simon? What made me pull through? Um, family, people who stood by me. Um, I met because I mean the first things that go through my mind is I, I will never have a life. I will never get married. I will never. You know what I mean? It's a yeah. loss. It's a loss of my life, my health, my everything. And um, but it hasn't my, turned out to be that way. I hope. No, no, no. My my. Um, like my mom and my sister were always there for me. I met a I met a woman. The first woman I met actually left me because of it, and it devastated me. But like right now, I've been with this woman who um, she she's negative. She accepts me for who I am. She loves me. She got me on medication. She it's like it's just, just to be loved. To know that with this, I can was was a big thing for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, life is fantastic now. So what can I say? Absolutely. I'm I'm proud of it. Uh, I get to help people and show them that it's not a it's, it's not a dead thing. It's far you know from I mean? your life is far from over. Indeed, Simon in Randburg has learned to live with the virus. Molly, I suppose the final question to you: the pretest counselling. I mean, you you heard Mbumi there the awkwardness of answering questions about your sexual behaviour. Mm. Now, of course, it was awkward for me because I did it in front of all of Gauteng. But even even alone, one-on-one, I'm talking to somebody I might never have met before and I'm suddenly having to expose myself in, in a way perhaps not even some of my close friends even know about. That's pretty tough. It is. Um, I think, you know, as a person is asking you those personal questions, you almost feel judged, you know, from the other person. You're also thinking, you know, what is this person thinking about me right now? You know, so yeah. things like that start running in your mind. So is pre-test counseling uh, a barrier or an aid to testing? It, you know, I I think is it is an aid. Most people would see it as we trying to discourage them or scare them. But honestly, it is just to prepare you for what's ahead. And I think when you walk away, you kind of think, oh, my word, you know, I think I'm going to change a few things about my lifestyle. You know, you, you know, it, 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 it sticks. It makes you conscious of how you expose yourself. Correct. Molly, thank you very much for coming in and for testing us. And of course, thanks to you and to Discovery Health. Thank you so much.